I wrote a song. Okay. That I would like to debut. Okay. Top of the show. Yay. It's inspired by a recent um, conversation I had with people about, you know, how nothing ever happens on Christmas. I mean, you know, you'd have to go really far back. What, I mean, what big stuff, there was some kind of World War II thing, right? Oh, I don't know about World War II. I know the Revolutionary War. Okay. Revolutionary War. That's when George Washington crossed the Okay. River. Okay. But, and then they snuck up on them because like it was like like a gentleman's war would be like, you don't do that on Christmas. Right. But they were like, fuck that. We need an advantage. Oh, so yeah. they played on this idea that nothing ever happens on yes. Christmas and made something happen <laughs> on Christmas. A strategy. You know what? It's a great strategy. Um, not that I'm, you know, inviting anyone to like start a war on Christmas because that would be terrible. <laughs> As you'll see in the song that actually... Well, I'm not even going to spoil it. Okay, just sing it. Okay. This would be like pop country. Okay. And there's no high drama on Christmas. You can count on your dad to behave. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing ever really happens on Christmas. You know what? What? I like it that way. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh my God. Wait, sing it again. Not here. And there's no high drama on Christmas. You can count on your dad to behave. Nothing ever really happens on Christmas. You know what? Dun, dun, dun. I like it that way. <laughs> It is so good. It is so good. How do you like it? <laughs> wow. Do you think it could overtake All I Want for Christmas is You? <laughs> do you want me to do musical numbers? Should I should sing throughout, I think. <laughs> no, I said... Yeah, it should be like it should be like the Oscars where they perform them, and then after the last song is performed, you give it the Oscar. Yeah, and it's it's like at the Golden Globes when you when they show. No, it's like what you said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Pot Psychology's Endies 2020. It's stupid shit's biggest night. This is just stuff we thought about this year. Yeah. That we it's kind of a recap. It's how we're doing the recap show, obviously. I, I you know what I like about this? Is what? that it's it's positive. <laughs> it's about it's about it what it's we about liked what we about twenty twenty. Because everyone's always like, This is the worst year. Right. People you know what? People have been saying that every year yeah, since they have. This was know, a rough one. This one was the worst year. <laughs> right. I, but I will say probably for the rest of the world, for me personally. I it wasn't as bad. I yeah, really I got to spend you know, I'll save I'll save this for my rose and thorn. Okay. But coming up later <laughs> Rich and Tracy will share their rose and thorns of the year. <laughs> Not like anybody knows what that means because it never even made sense. Like Of course it makes sense. What are you talking about? It's like peak and pit. So let's get right to it. The Endies, what's our first category? Should we have best guest? No. We only have five guests. Well no, let's not. <laughs> Because then we have to give somebody an award out of like our friends. Well, I was prepared to do it. I, don't, <laughs> I like to acknowledge excellence. Okay. <laughs> but I guess no, we're I not like going to do it. I don't like to choose favorites. Yes, you do. We're doing an entire show about that right I now. Know, amongst people. You know, <laughs> not publicly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew who mine was. Okay. And so how about this? If anyone wants to know, I'll DM it to you. Okay. What if somebody say, who didn't win approaches you about it? I'm going to tell them all they want. Oh, oh here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Do you have an opener? I could. I mean, I can open with, you know, it's a song that I we've the two of us have sung more than any other. Four, three, seven, eight, five, zero, four, two, three. Did you get it wrong? You got it wrong. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You're like Aretha Franklin. You need the fucking I teleprompter. Do. I guess I do. You are having memory no, problems. I to- it's when I get stoned. I told you. Yeah. You didn't I, tell me that. No. I mean, Did I, you? I've never? been talking about it. No. You never said about when it's you getting stoned. I, you just say that just you're... saying it in general. Yeah. You, you're worried. Yeah. But it's Well, now like, I'm worried. I know. The, the phone number? 
Yeah. You should have remembered that. You wrote it. I told you. We sing it every week. <laughs> I know. It's embarrassing. Wow. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Um, sing it again. No. From the top. No. no I don't want to know. No, you always got to feel really <laughs> okay. bad now. All right. Fine. <laughs> Three, four, seven, four, five, zero, four, two, three, nine. <laughs> Our first category of the evening is audiobooks. Audiobooks released this year. Clips from them that we like. Matthew McConaughey, Cockatiel Resurrection. From Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And that's when we heard, coming from inside my father's mouth, a small chirp. Now, with tears of pain turning to tears of joy, Dad gently removed Lucky's torso and head from his mouth. Lucky twitched some toilet water and saliva off her head. Now, face to face, they looked into each other's eyes. She was dead. Now, she was alive. Mariah Carey singing in the car with her mother from The Meaning of Mariah Carey by Mariah Carey and Michaela Angela Davis. (laughs) One night, as we were riding together in the Dodge Dent, as she called it, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell came on the radio. It was a huge international hit on Motown Records at the time, and I loved it, largely because Michael Jackson sang the hook. We were driving and bopping along with the song when my mother broke out into Michael's signature part of the chorus. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Andre Leon Talley, Madonna's Greeting. From <laughs> from The Chiffon Trenches by Andre Leon Talley. She smiled warmly when she introduced herself and said, Hi, I'm Madonna. You want a blowjob? Will Smith Loves Tucks. From Barry Sonnenfeld, Call Your Mother, Memoirs of a Neurotic Filmmaker by Barry Sonnenfeld. Years earlier, during the filming of Wild Wild West, I introduced Will to Tuck's medicated comfort pads. Sweetie had gifted Tuck's to me. I guess it's a product that women learn about after giving birth for some female reason. I don't want to know. Anyway, they are pads of moistened, toilet paper-like material. They changed my life, and they changed Will's. Will became a Tux zealot. He loved Tux so much, he asked 4,000 film exhibitors at the annual Las Vegas movie exhibitor show, if a madman came up to you and put shit on your arm, would you wipe it off with a dry paper towel or instead reach for something wet? Same thing with your ass. Every bathroom in his house, including the guest powder room, had a jar of tucks tucked inside an artfully macrame holder. He always had plenty on hand, since my birthday present to him each year was a case of the pads from Costco. Jessica Simpson's Arthur Ashe Mishap from Open Book by Jessica Simpson. During the interview before the concert, the tennis players and us singers stood off stage, and we were each asked what it meant to be there to celebrate Arthur Ashe's impact. I'm just so proud to be here and to give back, I said, and then turned to Andre Agassi. This is such a great event you put on. Andre's eyes widened in a look of, I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone, including the news crews, realized I thought Andre was Arthur Ashe. The late Arthur Ashe. Meditation on Thumbs from Face It, a memoir by Debbie Harry. I think first of that game where you try to trap the other guy's thumb under yours while the rest of your fingers are gripping their fingers. Then there is the old saying, I'm all thumbs, which is a peculiar mental image and is a feeble excuse for clumsiness. The thumb may seem like the ugly stepsister, but it's actually the most important digit. But I still love and cling to my thumbs. A young woman with two massive thumbs. Thumbs with mystical powers. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumb your nose, and rule of thumb are all credible phrases that have stood the test of time. 
What do you think is the best? The the most out-of-body experience I had in listening to any audiobook was Debbie Harry when she started on Thumbs. And five minutes later, she was still talking about thumbs. And I think it's about like nine minutes of air that she gives thumbs. I just, those are the moments that I live for where I'm just like, how is this real? You know, and it keeps happening. Just like the unstoppable car crash nature of it. So for me, it's It's meditation on thumbs. Two thumbs up for thumbs. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one thumb up. Okay. Um, I give it to Mariah Carey. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I was walking my dog when that part came on and I like just burst out laughing on the street alone by myself and just like had a huge smile on my face. So, you know what? Made me smile. They were all good. Oh, I wanted to point out before we leave the category of audiobooks is that we have an audiobook club. Oh yeah, good idea. And we meet once a month on Zoom and we discuss books. We usually read biographies or memoirs. Usually memoirs. Memoirs, yeah, memoirs. Yeah. Memoir. Right. <laughs> it's another Debbie Harry thing. That's a, and, and Matthew McConaughey said it French yeah, like that too. Yeah, he did too. Do. He did. So, what, what are you singing? <laughs> you know, a lot of these songs were not on Maine. I'm happy to introduce them to Maine. A lot of them were... were dreamt up you know or composed really um either in our bonus episodes or more often than not wahoo there's something about the real world that gets me singing (laughs) (laughs) it's true that's really true this one is in the uh in the style of a kind of croonery you know frank sinatra-esque you know paul anka yeah exactly A chance to meet is a chance to fall in love. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of stupid shit this year with any sort of like large amount of discourse, I guess. You hear, you get to hear a lot of stupid things and like good intentions totally perverted by shoddy execution and also like fake things people do to show solidarity with things that have happened embarrassing white people first up in embarrassing white people is lady antebellum who i've never heard one of their songs before but they are popular they're popular i guess in their country they are yeah I always thought that it was weird that their song, their name of their band was Lady Antebellum. Well, that but was weird too. I was always like, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah. Well, it, it never like, really made not, sense yeah, to me. It doesn't, yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't have any association with a lady who's Antebellum. I'm sure like Scarlett that O'Hara? is a thing. Scarlett yeah, O'Hara? I guess. Is that who, is that who they're talking about? Who is, is Lady Antebellum like a phrase that already exists in in a culture that I'm not aware of? It's a little bit. It's a little bit like Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah. Wait. Who is that? It's from Precious Gemstones. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Wait, Righteous Gems. It's right, from Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Uncle Baby Billy. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Baby Billy. That's right. It's like Lady Antebellum because it's like aunties kind of in there. Right. So anyway, Lady Antebellum decided to drop the. Antebellum. Antebellum. In the wake of the uprising and people, you know, showing their great sorrow for black people on social media and otherwise. Yes. You know, or whatever I mean, whatever people showed. I mean, I think or in a certain way there was It was a, more like, oh, let's get our shit together. I mean, that yeah, one is like, let's exactly. get our let's, shit together. Let's clean our house. But there yeah. obviously there were many. I mean, we talked about it. We I did it. I cried. It, yeah. We can nominate ourselves. Should I mean, not- I, okay, and this is how I get my award. no you don't get it why oh you're not gonna pick me no okay so they dropped their name lady a and then it turns out that there's a seattle blues musician black black who's been singing since the 80s under the name lady a she reached out it seemed like they were coming to an agreement they both posted positively on their own social media talking yeah. like that they were having some conversations i think it what i understand to happen then is that she asked for a shitload of money mm-hmm. um which you know i don't know that that was like the right move to really Why not reparations for, like four million dollars sure reparations their sure. name was lady antebellum but and then they're trying to take her name it's they like, are but they but it was so it was so soon that to show that much damage was done is like from that event 
that was not a $4 million decision that they made, like by any rationale, by any legal rationale, you know? But I, that's, not, but that, um, that's not to say I don't admire her for trying to get her money. Yeah. I, I'm more than happy, you know, in my heart of hearts, I would love for her to have gotten that $4 million. But I don't know what the negotiations went like. I, I also don't know that backstory, you know, like how it went sour. It seems like it went really sour. But then so. they basically sued her to shut up. Yeah. Because like she's claiming $4 million. Okay, she doesn't have claim to that. But then what What did they have claim to? Yeah, because it was to? always her name that she was using. Oh, I'm sorry. She she asked for $10 million. Oh, $10 million. Well, you know, hoping that they would settle on five. When we learned Ms. White had also been performing under the name Lady A, we had heartfelt discussions with her about how we can all come together and make something special and beautiful out of this moment, said the band after filing their lawsuit against her, a decision the group said it was forced to make when White requested an exorbitant $10 million to allow them to continue as Lady A. So she asks for this money. After the Rolling Stone interview, the trio and White met via video chat to discuss White's concerns. This is from the Los Angeles Times but could not come to an agreement over the name according to White's complaint. This is in her countersuit. When White declined the band's offer to promote her work or collaborate on a song in exchange for sharing the name, the trio sued the singer in an effort to keep the moniker. See, to me, that is the most wild thing that then they, there's like a dispute and then they just sue her. And then she has to file the countersuit. It almost feels like they did it in reverse. They were so preemptive legally that it's like actually their lawsuit should be the countersuit because now you can talk about like well you're kind of like dragging me through the mud whatever and i'm gonna stick to my you know guns probably i mean lady antebellum i'm sure they're gonna stick to their guns yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's barely a doubt about it um i don't actually know what their politics are there but i'm assuming it also is like it's so aggressive because that automatically is gonna put her like $50,000 in the hole to have to hire a lawyer to yeah, just exactly. even write the complaint. Exa- so, to but just write, to write to, I'm sorry, to write the response. I haven't read the complaint. I still need to read the complaint. I want to read the complaint, their complaint, because I, I, I really want to understand their grounds because it seems like they just sued her to shut up. And that is so shitty. Yeah. That's, I mean, it just gets shittier and shittier the that's more you look a, at it. That's called a slap suit. Okay. And people just um, sue someone to um it's a strategic lawsuit intended to censor intimidate and silence critics by burdening them with the cost of legal defense these are people who did this thing where they change their name because they care about black people and they're doing this to a black woman yeah. it's so disgusting there's sh- that's it's just i mean how could they not win they win the category uh, we can read the other names off whatever but they will they win they're the winners the next one is Congress wearing uh, kente cloth, kente cloth. The best thing I saw about that was that somebody was like, if you saw this tweet from the future a year ago, you would be like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is happening? going yeah. on? <laughs> I mean, it's like Nancy Pelosi in like, kente cloth. Kneeling with like other people with their heads down in a public building wearing masks because they're also uh, yeah. wearing, it's also coronavirus. <laughs> they, I mean, and they only did that once? What was <laughs> what was that um people streaming the help yeah There's you know big, big numbers the... big spikes in numbers of the help in june the Yikes. help <laughs> that is so talk about God. not getting it <laughs> <laughs> who needs help <laughs> yikes the black squares uh, it's black squares are so confusing i was so i got fucked up over the black squares i just didn't you know I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be right, doing. Exactly. Posted it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I fucked it up. I didn't do it the right way. And then I deleted it. And then I was like, oh, I should I should do another one because I want people to like right. know that like sure. I'm on their side. Yeah. yeah. And then I did that. And then I was like, oh, analysis. Like now everyone's saying that we're not supposed to do it at all because it's like dumb. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to just delete. But I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop. I really don't like how this thing was used as like lamb's blood on the door, basically, or like some kind of like sign. Firstly, I I don't feel like I should ever be obligated into communicating. Like you can't make me communicate. It's just I have my own relationship to the way I communicate. And like, you know, my silence, if I choose to use it, does not have to be interpreted politically. You could interpret it politically. You could show uh, the political ramifications of it. But it also can be so specific that your broad 
external brush isn't actually touching what it's about. You know what I mean? And I really resent this idea that like, you have to do this if you want people to know that you are good. Like, A, you're creating a system that's so easy to to buck. Just post a black square, there I am, a really good person, here's my proof. Real easy to do that. And, and, and you're also obligating people to communicate in a certain way. And as somebody who I think communicates really specifically, I can't abide by that rule that if it's coming from culture. I, can, I understand consideration and respect and politeness and listening and all of these things, but you can't make me say something. You just can't do it. I didn't think that that was ridiculous. I thought what was ridiculous was that it just kept changing. And there, it actually like demonstrated why something like that doesn't work because there's like just no one way. Exactly. So like, people are dictating a script and I have a huge problem with the dictation of a script. Okay. Well, that's not my winner anyway. Me neither. But a fun thing to talk about, I guess. When language started to change and people were like bringing up words that weren't, you know, or, or, or turns of phrase that we should be rethinking. And one is that the real estate industry decided that they were no longer going to be saying master bedroom, that they should be saying the main bedroom. Right. Because the master indicates the master of the slaves of, of the plantation. But that was like incorrect, right? It's just the owner of the property. So that's irrespective of whether he's a slave owner or... Yeah, because I thought if, that it was just master of, of property, the house. Isn't there a song that's like master of the house? Yeah, and blame is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know the exact etymology, but it seems like something that maybe doesn't necessarily mean master of slaves and just a general master, master of your own domain. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, people said that it, that's not what the etymology of okay. the term was, right. so... Uh, but, you know, they tried. Real, the real estate agents tried. The I take responsibility PSA. It was the same thing as like the Imagine thing, okay. but it was just white celebrities. Oh, that's good. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not-so-funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Going for a jog should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. We can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility the 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 thing about it is that like the content is not wrong it's just the fact that everybody did this so dramatically well they were just so actory i know they were but just then so actors and what, about it. what to me is so telling is that like are these people still having those conversations because you know i haven't heard them i saw that video which was six months ago that's the I, that's I, the mock worthy part of it any of them alana glazer is very active still and okay. and yeah. does a ton of stuff right on her on main too good um no one else from there right no one else yeah i mean the sarah paulson part it's so that's it's so much really sarah paulson is acting like christina aguilera sings in that it's yes. like so so much. Yeah, it's so a lot much. of melisma, emotional it's melisma. Too much. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, my winner, as you know, is for in the category of it, embarrassing white people is Lady Antebellum. Mine is I take responsibility. Oh wow, taking responsibility for taking responsibility. All right, what's your song? What are you gonna do for the transition? Uh, this one's a cover. Okay. Uh, we got on the topic of, through a question that was asked of us, we got a, on the topic of songs that we sing to our pets that are tailored specifically for our pets. And I have a lot of songs that I sing to my cat, Prince, whom I call Snoots. And so, like, Snoot can be you very easily in songs. But it can also be other things, such as, Snoot, 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 looking out my back door. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Our next, <laughs> our next category is corrections that we've had to make. And here's the thing about this category. We are likely going to make a mistake in it. Yeah. So we probably will have a correction for corrections later. Maybe that'll be our an entry for next year. Well, a meta correction would be, you know, a really special thing. And I think it would actually win next year. I think we'd be okay, setting the bar se- really oh, high. All right. All I right. mean, go into, go into 2021 swinging, you know, <laughs> give it, let's give ourselves something to talk about. So- <laughs> <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell has autism. Rosie O'Donnell does not have autism. (laughs) (laughs) Hermione Granger is a wizard. Hermione Granger is not a wizard. She's a witch. Toilets in America flush clockwise. Toilets in America do not flush clockwise. They flush counterclockwise. (laughs) (laughs) Ed Asner is dead? Is he dead? For real? He's not dead. He's not (laughs) dead. Right, right, right. Okay, right. Just, just making sure. And Asner is not dead. <laughs> he is alive. Brittany Murphy's mother is dead. Brittany Murphy's mother is not dead. She's still alive. She's still alive. She's alive and straight. Seems she, like. No, I think she is dead. No, no. her mom died. No, she's no? not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought. Okay, you're right. <laughs> okay, this is a real toss-up for me. It's between two for me. Okay. One of them was one of the hardest I laughed this year. Okay. Was uh, it Ed Asner? Ed Asner is dead. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the hardest I laughed this year. That was when we were recapping Home Alone Holiday Heist yeah. because we were trying to be Debbie Mazar completists before we realized that we <laughs> shouldn't do that. Fool's errand. Yeah. <laughs> Although Rosie O'Donnell has autism is maybe a close second right, for me just right. because I really did think she had autism. Yeah. And you know what? You believed me when I said it. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see <laughs> what you were talking about. <laughs> okay. This is, um, this is like a music. This is like an Andrew Lloyd Webber song. And it's just the last, last line of the song. When you're thinking (laughs) (laughs) When you're thinking with your (laughs) hands Nice. Our next category is Stuff We Watched. Stuff We Watched. And it was all stuff that came out this year. Yeah. Raised by Wolves, HBO Max. Pen15, Hulu. My Octopus Teacher, documentary feature, Netflix. Murder on Middle Beach, documentary series, HBO. American Murder, The Family Next Door, documentary feature, Netflix. Harley Quinn, animated series, DC Hub and HBO Max. Mrs. America, FX on Hulu. I May Destroy You, HBO. Okay. I'm going to pick two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna know do, if you're I'm gonna to do, do that. Oh, okay. okay Go fine. ahead. Fine. You can do a tie, Actually, I Actually, you know what? That's wrong. I shouldn't do it. I should just pick one. It's very hard, though. But yeah. you know what? I know what it is. Okay. It's Raised by Wolves. All right. I loved it so much. I know. I need to watch it still. Maybe I'll do that, you know, this holiday Although, week. I May Destroy You was really 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 up there i liked it's what i saw but i didn't watch it very 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 close second it the, seemed great i may destroy you is incredible and the most nuanced telling of sexual assault i've ever seen and it was all different kinds of sexual assault it was like everything in the gradient yeah it was so it was brilliant well i'm picking american murder the family next door which is okay, a wow documentary that's Sleeper all hit based on found footage um, about Chris Watts's murder of his wife, Shanann. He was hot. Um, maybe still is. Oh, I'm sure if he's in prison, he probably looks great. Sometimes, sometimes not. Scott Peterson went downhill. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. He really did. Is he still alive? Yeah. But I just thought that it was like so cool 
that the whole thing was found footage yeah because it's like body cam footage interrogation neighbors you know the neighbor's camera across the street all her selfie like talking to her she, she was an mlm she was an mlm and 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 you can't do it can you do it mln mln she was in an mln she was in an mln she was in an mln mlm MLM. <laughs> She's in an MLM. Yeah, you got it. Got it. <laughs> um, and she also overshared and was constantly just posting what really was obviously the most boring footage of her life that is rendered with all of this meaning in light of her murder. It's like such a fascinating story about how media changes and what it means yeah. without the content actually changing. It's so cool. Yeah. I just thought it was like fucking amazing. And I'm partial to film. So I was, I like that storytelling unit. Uh, great shit. All right. Song. I guess um, the Christmas, you know, I have to redo the Christmas yeah, one because I'm saving one for last. Okay. Yeah, and there's no high drama on Christmas. You can count on your dad to behave. <laughs> Nothing ever really happens on Christmas. You know what? Bum, bum, bum. I like it that way. It's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that way? <laughs> This next category is the Icon Award for Achievement in Mess. Jamila Jamil for everything. <laughs> All that. <laughs> um, the year started off where she uh, came out as queer. She did. She came out as queer. She was she was crownly criticized for her participation in uh, uh, Legendary on HBO Max, the it, ballroom competition when she has no relationship to that community at all obviously and then uh tracy got into a fight with her i mean we both kind of did but i was just there for you, the ride really rich had my back i did well i i was also um scandalized by her lack of reasoning and condescension at the same time like i just that that got me really into her that she was yeah. just like so confident while being like uh, duh i've been chased by bees three times clouds of bees clearly how dare you question my experience and i was like okay yeah now i'm interested yeah doubling down on the bees yeah i yeah. mean yeah I, you, I, we didn't even mention that there's a fourth bee story right did we ever mention that we i think i've mentioned it on my instagram at some but i don't point. think we talked about it but just so there's you a know, fourth bee story outside the un speaking at the un really changed me god i almost got shot on the way in like genuinely almost got shot on the way in. I'm really afraid of bees. And as I was crossing the road over to the UN and Donald Trump was in the building, so there was security everywhere. All these bees randomly started crossing at the crossing as if they were humans. Like they'd waited until everyone was walking and they walked them. over. Yeah, uh, weird, <laughs> like, polite American bees. Um, so they all start crossing at the same time as me. I freaked out and started running and screaming and flailing my arms. And one of my colleagues had to scream at me to stop me in my track. She was like, Jamila, stop running. You're Pakistani. And I immediately stopped because unfortunately, Pakistani people dressed all in black running at the UN. Not a great look in New York. No. Understandably, they'd be paranoid. People started to pick up their guns they'd to get have ready questions. for me. Yeah. Well, they'd have gunshots in my face. Yes. So uh, almost got killed on the way into the UN, then was very shaken up, fell down the stairs right into the UN, got picked up by the Nobel Peace Prize winner. The next nominee is Lena Dunham for having COVID while writing a book, seri a serialized Choose your own adventure book where a chapter comes out each week. She was writing in real time. In real time. And her description of her COVID was it was debilitating and her hand was numb. I the most the thing I still think about so much is I couldn't stay awake, but I couldn't fall asleep. Yes. Yes. Because that comes kind of late. She's really waiting in the water there. Um, she came out of the COVID closet in a very long Instagram. When did she do it? In May, June, July? She said she had it. It was she months. It, she said months. it in the summer. She said, said it in the summer that M she'd had it. Months after she had it. Yes. And then a few months later, 
she came out with an essay about her fertility struggle, and it sounds like she did IVF in the midst of all of this. Okay, well, what a time to be alive. Yeah. And and so. fertile. or Infertile. Infertile. It sounded like she only did, she was very vague about all the details. It sounded like she did one round, and then they tried, they like were going to do an implantation. They fertilized the egg, and they called her up to tell her that none of them were really viable. And then she was like, I have, she came to the conclusion that she has no good eggs, but it was just like the batch of seven that they took out, Uh which sounds like it was actually a pretty good deal that they got seven because she only has one ovary. Those just weren't good. And sometimes that happens. So to try, try again. Well, that's, they tell you that they like to do 12 at a time to fertilize 12. Yeah. Like that's what people usually try on average IVF like three times before it takes. She did it once and then she wrote a whole essay about, which is fine, but I don't know. Just, oh, she's a lot. She's in, so the, much. in the end of the essay, she said that she has been lactating uh, a month after the, um, ordeal ended the egg was never implanted in her they just did a retrieval so it was like a it was a somatic yeah lactation that happens right no that does not happen definitely people who lactate without any children or pregnancy involved well you have to really be playing with your tits for in order for that to happen because you have to stimulate it you have to really 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 is that true? Yes. I mean, people don't just sometimes. No. Really? It's because it's a hormone and your body like creates, it's like, it, no, that's not how it works. And if that is something that would have happened to her, it wouldn't have had anything to do with her egg not being viable well, because it was never in her body. Seems awfully literary is what it seems to me. Yes. And it seems very, a very convenient thing to put in your Harper's. Right essay yeah does she does she explain why she can't do it again getting eggs she just says that like the doctors told her that her eggs weren't viable they didn't say the eggs in her body are not viable they said that the ones that they tried to fertilize weren't viable like it, that, she never accounts for the fact that she can do this again and no, is never. deciding not to well that's a strange way to write an essay about this tell it's me a about missing it piece is it really is that literally true she never reckons with the fact that she could just do it again yeah no, she never does. Really? Yeah. That seems very strange. It she seems like a thing it, an editor should ask you to right? do. Um, oh, yeah, it was probably yeah, yeah. a male editor and he didn't know. He was probably like, oh, they told her her eggs weren't viable. Right, right, right. But so much of her career is just um, impressing middle-aged white guys. That sounds right to me. A few weeks after I found out that I would never become a biological mom, I started lactating. It was light at first, leaving subtle wet circles on my shirts, the milk as thin and pale as a spider web. When my breast began to ache, Scotty came over to show me how to express the milk into a mug. It wasn't much, but when it squirted, I felt massive relief, as if a pimple had burst. Oh, I don't like that imagery at all. The doctor didn't seem as alarmed by this incident as I was, not by the health implications or the poetic ones either. And so, poetic ones. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up every day for a month and pulled out my breast like it was rising dough, wiping away the streaky tobacco-infused beverage intended for no one. I don't like the idea of like pus shooting out of a boob. It makes me wonder, like, was it a pimple? It, the idea that it was streaky and tobacco-infused makes me gag. Streaky? That's yeah. What she said. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, what? I, I. You know. I. It's none of my business, and I wish she wouldn't make it my business, actually, frankly, there. Yeah, so there we are with that. She's not my winner. Okay, let's get a guy up in here. Okay. How about Jeffrey Tubin? Do you ever think... Tubin was Tubin? You ever think of that? If he was uncut? I... Was he uncut? Was Tubin Tubin? (laughs) I just love the idea of, like, jerking off on a Zoom call being called Tubin. Yeah, it just works on so many levels. Right, right. You know, it's like you got a tube, like the boob tube, your tubing, your tube, yeah. Maybe you're on X tube or another tube site. Totally. Wow, tubing, <laughs> tubing, tubing. That's his garbage pail kid. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani wiped boogers all over his face on TV. Farted. <laughs> Why he farted? 
farted? When yeah. did that happen? It was, it was at that hearing with drunk lady. She, he farted at yes. the hearing? <laughs> yes. At least twice, supposedly. Oh, I only found one of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, wait, I didn't even know that you didn't know oh, that. Oh, my God. The answer. point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Oh, my God. I, mean, <sighs> I love that you're just screaming and farting. <laughs> I mean, there was the the makeup thing, the Borat thing, which I thought was kind of bullshit, but still was not a good look, no, obviously. Not a good I mean, look. Really, like, weird. My favorite thing, because I'm focusing on the positives and the things that, you know, made me happy this year. Yeah. When Trump had COVID. Yeah. It was just like, it brought me back to Twitter for a while. Right. I was like excited. I was giddy. Was. I remember like... Because I was like just about to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden that came through and I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was up for like another two hours, but it was fun. And then that whole week was like, what's going to happen? What do you think could happen? I couldn't enjoy it that much because what I was afraid of was that people would, that he would, that it would work out for him, that he would survive it as many people do with the great medical care he was getting. And win then, the election yeah, and there would be like a comeback story and like look at how great he is look at how strong he is but that didn't actually seem to take i was kind of afraid of that too and it it didn't take and they they spent a lot of money on doing that they yeah. made that like video that was like all edited it was like so yeah. like north korea yeah. it's like him standing there trying not to cough on the white house balcony yeah but it was fun it was it brought the community together for a little while right um, one of my favorite messes. My favorite mess. It's a good podcast title. <laughs> it is. <Yeah. laughs> uh, was Emily Gellis Landy, who was an in, who was an Instagram influencer who started going after this diet called the F Factor. I only heard about her through when she was going after this diet um, that a Real Housewives former cast member had started, which is a bullshit diet. It's a diet company. You know, hers is a diet company called All In by Teddy. And so she's supposed to be an accountability coach, but she's also giving meal plans. Okay. And they involve powders. No, that's not hers. Hers is totally different. Wait, then who's then what is F Factor? I'm sorry. F Factor is another woman. Just that's just Oh, she went after woman. Teddy Mellencamp as well. She went so she picks different targets right, right, all right, the time. Right, that's her whole it. thing. That's right. So I've we've all moved on from well, not entirely moved on from F Factor because she's being sued by her and that's what part of this drama is right. so great. I am so eyeballs deep into this drama. There were two different Reddit threads going about her. It there's just there's so many different twists and turns to this whole thing. All these people have just been catfishing each other. Oh my god. And then this lady Ingrid got involved and she's a felon on the run. And she got she got like arrested um and served time for um selling jeans to people and then not mailing them to them. And then Yeah. People were mad. Anyway, it's it's so intricate. But it's been a real joy this last quarter for me. Um, I did have some a brush up with her or run-ins or whatever. Uh, she did harass me for 36 hours. And then it was fine. You know, I'm so – now, the, as much as I'm so into all of the bullshit, because I didn't know who she was until she harassed me. And then I was like, this girl's – I got to – what is she about? <laughs> and um, I'm just – I'm so into it now. So she, so, she gained a fan. She harassed you into liking her. She (laughs) did. She really did. I mean, I don't like her, but I love her. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, so that's Emily Gellis. Landy. Emily Emily Gellis Landy. And then our final nominee for this category is Sia. (laughs) Mostly because of her movie, Music, in which Maddie Ziegler, her avatar, years, for years and years and years, she's been appearing... And Sia's videos dancing for her plays a it seems nonverbal autistic girl. And she is neurotypical. And so no matter what you think about that, what you should have known, what anybody should have known is that people aren't going to like that because representation is an issue that people have a lot to say about in various communities. And so she's, but Sia seemed legitimately surprised by the blowback. And then was saying angered by it, angered by it, fury. Actually, she she tweeted that she was misunderstood. She was being rude to autistic people, 
and uh, apparently she doubled down in an interview recently too with like Yahoo really? Australia or something. Okay. Yeah, where well, she said like you know I could what? not hire an autistic person for this role. They wouldn't have been able to do it. And uh, that's that was like her kind of platform with this. And it's like, come on, you know, even if you feel that way, at least say it say better. It, say it in a Especially different because you're way. You're representing these people that now you keep insulting and like combating with. Like, what is your point again? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. What yeah. What are you trying to do with this? Are you trying to be rude to people with disabilities? Because <laughs> it seems like you are now. Uh. Anyway, my, you know, for me, the icon award for mess of this year, and I can't imagine not every year is Jamil and Jamil. She's right. she's the patron saint. She's the, you know, she's the diesel in my gas tank. She's bless this mess. Bless this mess. <laughs> she's what keeps us going. She's keeps the lights on. She sparked. She is a light. Yeah, she's she sparked a beacon. The fuse that blew up. 2020 <laughs> she did she um you know she's done so much for women but more importantly she's done a lot for us <laughs> that's really true yeah, like that's really not. true okay well, and so the final song okay is i, I don't want to bias it but it's the final for a reason this was uh this was Something I a little something I wrote when we were talking about the real world. I, we were actually talking about the real world season one reunion, um, <laughs> where we met a young woman named Tatiana, and my life hasn't been the same since. <laughs> so this is in the style of it's you know it's a hair it's a hair party song. You know what it is? It's somewhere so it's 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 somewhere between pour some sugar on me and cherry pie. Mm-hmm. Okay, or in that vicinity. You know, I wanted anthemic. Mm-hmm. Blonde bangs. Just like Tatiana. Blonde bangs. A girl I really wanna. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that is gonna be stuck in my head now. Well, sorry, but not sorry, actually. <laughs> So to to recap, to recap, there was the the songs in this category, which, you know, I didn't mean to end on this. I wanted to do this before messes because I feel like messes is our big award. I don't mean to make it all about me at the end, but this is where (laughs) we are. This is where we are. Um, The phone number song. A chance to meet is a chance to fall in love. Thinking with your hands. Snoot, snoot, snoots looking out my back door. Nothing ever happens on Christmas. And blonde bangs. It's got to go to Blonde Bangs. Yeah. You know, I started to feel like nothing ever happens on Christmas. It's, it's really, really, really good. And it's more fleshed out. You know, it's a whole chorus, really. The thing about the no- nothing ever happens on Christmas is that it can en- you can enter it in any year. Mm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Well, maybe, it'll, maybe it has Christmas. the legs. Maybe its popularity will expand over time. That will be the true test. The reason why I'm giving it to Blonde Bangs is just because it's been in my head so much. Blonde Bangs is really good. Yeah. I'm really (laughs) proud of Blonde Bangs. (laughs) It it does feel the most like my child. (laughs) You know, I was was kind of taken over when I, you know, the, um, the... Nothing ever happens on Christmas doesn't feel like a child. It feels like a visitor that just came and sat next to me. It just happened beyond me, really. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that you want to do a rose and a thorn? What's your rose and what's your thorn? I'm going to say my thorn first. I want to end on my rose. Okay. My thorn was being separated from all my friends. And my rose was that um, I got to spend so much more time with Una. Yeah, that's nice. <sighs> my thorn, I, I had a really hard time in my relationship early in the pandemic, and it really seemed like really stressful and like it was like a tough time for a while. And it has, you know, really straightened itself out in a way that's like unbelievable to me. So, but, uh, you know, I also feel like, like, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that like I didn't lose work and I enjoy so much of what I do, including this podcast. And 
This now, is a rose and a thorn. Th- what's the thorn of the podcast? I thought you're doing your. I thought your rose and your thorn. What, I, well, what is your rose and thorn? My my actual thorn was like my relationship, relationship. in early yeah. pandemic, and my rose is what my relationship became now, basically. Okay. But I feel bad having that be my rose and not talking about all of the other things that were actually quite good to me this year. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. Thank you. And thank you for... Wait, you appreciate me or you're the listener? You. Okay. Yeah. Same. Thanks. And the listener. And the listener. I appreciate and all of it. you. I appre- the listener. <laughs> I appreciate um, you listening this much to the Endies, our, our first annual Endies. It's time to end the Endies. Yes. And uh, happy and happily... <laughs> <laughs> okay. New Year. 2021 we're gonna do it we're gonna make this our year okay i mean i think i feel like like we did that last year saying that 2020 was gonna be our year no i just think we made it our i mean every year's your year if you want it to be no that's not true okay well then we'll do that next year we'll put it off till next year (laughs) (laughs) 2021 diet starts on monday yeah bye bye thank oh um if you want to have access to bonus episodes, visit um, patreon.com slash pot psychology. Over on the bonus episode this week, we're going to be talking about how um, I got a uh, telemarketer scam call and I annoyed them so much that they hung up on me, but I recorded the whole thing. So, um, I mean, if that's not a bonus, (laughs) what is? So thank you so much and um, happy new year. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night Although we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say every road has its thumb Just like every night Has its dawn Just like every cowboy Sings a sad, sad song Every rose has its